Warning. This episode contains spoilers for all aired episodes of HBO's Game of Thrones, as well as spoilers for all published books in the Song of Ice and Fire series. You are listening to a podcast of Ice and Fire, episode 168 for the week of April 12th, 2015. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back with everyone's favorite show, Game of Thrones. So here we are, as usual. This is Amin. And this is Kyle. So it's us guys tonight, and we are joined tonight by Greg. Hello, Greg. Welcome. Hello, this is Greg. I'm Claudius the Fool on the forums and uh, VOK uh, frequent contributor and curator. Excellent. Excellent. And you are obviously still watching the show, right? Oh, no, I just wanted to. I just saw the Skype conversation come up. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So here we are, guys. We're in season five, Um, episode one The Wars to Come. And. Let's, I guess let's just get right into it, right? Let's talk about this thing. It starts off with a flashback. Our, uh, am I correct in saying our very first flashback on the show? Yeah, I believe it is. But are we going to do lemon cakes? Isn't that what we do? Oh, my gosh, it's been not, so not long. Correct. It was, <laughs> it was promised on the cakes. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, know made, you made some blood orange cakes, right? That's what you, Kyle usually Ooh, makes. So. Pretty soon, pretty soon. Well, you know me and lemon cakes. We don't have a very good relationship, <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> All right, gentlemen, lemon cake rating then. Let's do it up. Okay. Uh, Mean, what do you think? Sure, I'll give it a solid 3.5 out of 5. I thought it was a good intro to the season. I enjoyed it. Did what it needed to do. So. Okay. All right. 3.5 out of 5. Very nice. Uh, Greg, what do you think? Uh, I give it a, a 4. I really enjoyed it. Um, there were no you know, freak out moments for me. Uh, no table flipping yet. I really enjoyed seeing characters that we hadn't seen for quite some time, particularly uh, Lancel and Kevin. And uh, I was really happy with most of it. You know, a couple little nitpicks, but it was a, a pretty solid uh, premiere. And I really enjoyed the flashback, which uh, I knew we were getting it at some point, but it was I didn't know they were starting it off with it. But I, I really mm. enjoyed it. Interesting. Yeah, I'd say I'd give it a uh, I'd give it a three. It was uh, no glaring faults, no oh my god, this is the best show on television moments. It was a pretty uh, pretty solid hour of television for me, uh, and uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go with a three on that one. And and now we can talk about the flashback, guys. You guys yeah. are always distracting me with all these <laughs> rules and regulations. Without rules, there's chaos. We need to have rules. True. Uh, so we go to Maggie the Frog. But she wasn't named in the episode. Hmm. Hmm. The first bit, I was like, what the heck's going on? Oh, okay, it's a flashback. I was like, who are these people initially? Oh, really? You didn't you didn't pick it up not, right off the bat? Not, not till she said, you shouldn't be afraid of my father. I'm like, father, Tywin, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought Maggie the Frog was supposed to be some hideous creature. Or am I misremembering? Yeah, I, yeah. I thought that too. I was that. It kind of took me back. Like, this, this is hideous by HBO standards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by CW standards, this is odd, awful. <laughs> but yeah, we get uh, the sucking of Cersei's blood, and she gets to ask three questions. And I was debating this with uh, my fellow After Buzzers last night. That did she? She kind of asked three questions in a way. It seemed like she only asked one question, but when you kind of break it down, there was sort of two sub questions involved. So. Um, we had the, the first question was, uh, when was she going to marry the prince? Right. And, uh, you'll never marry the prince. You will marry the king. And then she asked, so I will be queen. 
So it's like a second question. And then uh, what, was, what was the third one? Something about the kids. Something about the kids. Yeah. It's kind of one of those uh, trick things when you, if you count that as a question. Well, yeah, okay, that's a question, but it's kind of obvious. That <laughs> but that's not what clear. I meant. Yeah. Damn those fortune tellers and genies. Yeah. <laughs> They're always tricking you. Mm. But do you, do you think that the they just actually was that other question related to the or like the answer related to the Valencoir and they cut it for later or it's going to be cut completely? Initially, I thought they had edited it to avoid the final question about the Valencoir. Yeah. But then when I, I rewatched it and I think I don't I don't think the Valencoir thing is going to be um, a prediction in the show. Yeah, I mean, she asked all the things. She just didn't. They cut the the Valencar thing out, but um, it it wasn't you know a major. I mean, yeah, I, they've they've sort of whitewashed the whole Jamie and Tyrion thing. Maybe there that goes with them cutting that out, or maybe just they don't want to introduce a word that we you know most of the viewers won't understand or be like, what the hell's a Valencar? Yeah, that's the feeling I get. They they don't want to say, oh, the Valencar, your younger brother is going to kill you, because then uh, um, I don't know, it kind of it sets up a predictable ending for Cersei, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if they they change it. Then that, that's entirely possible. But even if they were going to keep it in, I don't think this would be would be a good place to show it. It would be better to show it later. Mm. I think. Yeah, and she did say six and she did say uh, twenty children. And in the books, it was six and ten, which that number always. Anytime they say like the old timey, you know, six and two and five and six, uh, that stuck with me. But I don't know why they changed it to twenty. Does twenty sound particularly better than six and ten? Well, that was my one little. It's like it should have been sixteen. <laughs> And the one that died or something. Oh, yeah, which that was added by the show. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. And who was her friend with her that whole time? I think she's unnamed in the show, but in the books it was Malara, I think. That's right. And, yeah. And she, she, like, they had uh, well two friends, I think. Yeah. One friend doesn't go in there, which is the smart one. She ends up fat and married and happy. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so then we flash back to modern day. Well, so, sort of, in a way, I guess. And uh, we're at Tywin's funeral. And uh, I guess we have the conversation between Jamie and Cersei. And, oh my god, Cersei is so vile. <laughs> <laughs> She's so easy to not like. Did either of you just chuckle when you saw the the eyes on Tywin, the stones? Because I burst out laughing, and I don't think it was particularly <laughs> meant to be funny, but it just was such a... I wasn't expecting, even though I know all the dead scenes, I got the things on the eyes, but I got a good chuckle out of that. I expected him to be smiling, but uh, still, that just took me out of it. Well, it'd be too much if he had the eyes and he was smiling. Yeah, I know. I think they'll get like they, clown they do face. That. Yeah. <laughs> it just looked like big googly eyes. Yeah. Yeah. They did. They look like, you know, you put those, yeah, the googly eye things on people. But did you find, uh, like, so you, you didn't like Cersei here, but did you find the other people you watched with, for example, didn't like, like her, or are they trying to make her sympathetic here, I think? I didn't like her. <laughs> um, she's just blaming Jamie when the very last time we saw, well, not quite the last time, but almost the very last time we saw Cersei in season four, she was pretty much murdering Tywin on a social level by saying she was going to oust her and Jamie and and tell the realm that Tywin's children were inset or incestual and everything. And uh, so she was trying to kill him in a different way. And then and then she comes along and she's like, no, you killed him. You're horrible. He liked you. And, and he was an amazing man and the best. And and when, when the last scene, she hated his guts and was doing what she could. She's so such a hypocrite. It's awful. And she's playing the family, you know, card that they've, you know, and that, that's what time yeah. was all about, even though he was hypocritical about it, too. Mm. And Jamie seems to be the have the true concern about how all the, the other people are going to come and attack them now that they're weak and everything. And Cersei just doesn't want to believe it. So it's staying pretty accurate with the books at the moment, right? 
We haven't gotten to anything too crazy. In, in particular, this season, I found myself really just relaxing. I'm like, hey, if it's different, that's good. Like, I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah. did you guys hear that the first the first four episodes have been leaked online? Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I'm not. And watching. so, uh, spoilers are abound, and I've been getting tweets not with spoilers, but people hmm. telling me, "Oh man, I've seen the episodes, and it is so different from the books." And my reply is, "Good. good. The more different, the <laughs> yeah, better." Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, so where else do we go? What happens with Cersei? Oh, uh, um, Lancel's back. Yes, he is. Ooh. <laughs> it's such an important storyline because he knows the truth that I always seem to forget. But Yeah, I kind of wanted him to have white hair because I think in the books he's completely just, you know, his experiences have drained him. Um, but at this, oh, looks, it? it looks like he's almost like beefed up, and he's like a, a better, you know, more more yeah. together. Even though his faith is all, it's all because of his. He's put it all on the faith. <clears throat> and was that that wasn't Kevin Lannister? Uh, who's yeah? No, is was, Kevin Lannister yeah, Lancel's father? Yeah. yeah, it was Kevin Lannister. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I felt like it was a different actor a couple seasons ago. But I don't think we've seen him since season one, right? When before yeah. the battle of the, uh, with the one of the forks. He's probably been around, just sort of in the background or something. Very. Blink and you miss it cameos, but there he is. He seems on and decent terms right now, but he'll probably he'll probably degrade with, with Cersei. Yeah. yeah, but like as viewers, they have to reintroduce him as you know if yeah. he's coming in to take over for Tywin. Like they can't just have him sort of fall out with Cersei or try to take power to look weird because you know in the books he really yeah. had to be convinced to to, to take over. Mm. Uh, oh, somebody actually yeah, was talking about like Varys is gone now in terms of if, if Kevin's going to be killed, but. They can always, if they are going to kill him, they always, always can kill him some way, or Varys can come back and do it. So yeah, I, I can't imagine Varys going all the way with Tyrion to Meereen. I, I feel like someone's going to go down in uh, in Volantis or something. Yeah. So then we continuing in King's Landing, uh, we come across Loras having a little fun with Olivar. <laughs> Gotta say it like uh, they do. It's Olivar. Yeah. Well, I watch it with uh, at AfterBuzz. We watch it with subtitles on. <laughs> Um, so the non-book readers can make sure the the spellings and everything, yeah. of the names, are, they can kind of see it all written out. And his name was spelled O-L-Y-V-A-R. Of course it was. So, Olivar. Um, but apparently Loris has a mole that looks like Dorn. So just in case you guys wanted to know. I did. <laughs> Uh, but we have here a little a uh, little uh, notion of, of Marjorie's plan coming up. And is this the mm-hmm. whole uh, – I'm assuming this is what we see in Feast for Crows. Yeah, I mean she kind of – I mean I don't know how much is her plan and how much she took advantage of. But she definitely is, I guess, planning against Cersei something. Did either of you expect her – because there was that weird half second like, is she going to get in bed with him? Because it was – remember that way back in season whatever where like it was her and uh, Renly were like, do you want me to get Loris? <laughs> He'll help you out. And I thought she was like going to jump in bed, but I was like, yeah. I, don't know. I, didn't, I didn't think it was actually going to go down. But it was. A I don't know. I had that feeling for a second. Yeah. I was like, ooh, she's, all right. You just get the on? feeling that they've got a, they're very comfortable around each other. No, she was, it, was, it was more like a tag team match. Like it's like you're tag out. Okay. <laughs> tag. <laughs> No touching. Remember, she's technically a virgin. She's more experienced in the, in the show. Right. So we get that, and then uh, I guess let's stay in Westeros for a little bit, and uh, we have a little scene with Brienne and Pod, where Brienne uh, nothing really happens in this scene too much. Pod wants to figure out where they're going next, and Brienne still wants nothing to do with them. So basically, nothing's changed there. 
Well, I think if it's gone. They've it, she's sort of reverted with Pog because it started off where she didn't want him, and then they came together, and now if she thinks she's just failed, and she just is in like mopey mopey mode and doesn't want any friends, yeah. so she's just pushing him away. Hmm. But he's not. He's having none of it. Yeah. Did you guys hear? Uh, I saw a headline today. I haven't read the article, so I don't know if this is clickbait or not. But did you see the headline about um, the actress? Slipping up in an interview and and spoiling a little bit of where her story's going. Something. No, I didn't. Oh, all right. I won't. I won't say anything. But she talked about a moment later in the season. Um, hmm. Nothing. Uh, nothing very specific, as far as I as I read. But who knows? I don't know the full story. So okay. that story's out there, people. If you want it, How if you want those spoilers. Go searching. Go searching. So uh, and then they talk about Sansa and in a in a moment at first where I was like, oh, that's so stupid. And then I was like, wait a minute. George does that like 10 times yeah. in his book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literal ships passing in the night, you know, exactly. stagecoaches passing in the night. We have Sansa and Littlefinger going down the road 100 yards from Brienne and Pod. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so here's a little bit of the moment. We're definitely going to get spoiled with some Santa in this season about where her storyline's going. It depends. It's going west, apparently. So. <laughs> west. But so far away <laughs> that Cersei can't get her. Well, they've got to go going, out of the Vale going before to, going to the, the Iron Islands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. So far away. I don't think he's just going to the castle next door. Um Hmm. Where, where, yeah, where, where do you think they're going? Is a good question. They have to be going. I mean, it's, it's pretty much everybody assumes they're going to Winterfell, right? Wouldn't you say north then? Like, well, they could be going, going west, north. west then north. I guess, yeah. I don't know. We also don't know specifically where Brienne is. They're, they're. I've, I don't think they're in the Riverlands anymore, but they're near, near. Uh, they were on their way to the Eyrie. Right? Yeah, they were on their way to the Eyrie. Weren't they well, on? The, they were on the way. Her and Pod were on the way to to the Irie before she had the battle with the Hound last year, right? Oh, oh, Brienne, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, but yeah. It doesn't even matter where they are. I mean, like they've only been traveling presumably for a short time, right? Yeah. From the Royce area, so they're still in the Vale type area. Yeah, I was mm. all worried that we're going to get spoiled on Sansa's, you know, uh, you know, like Winds of Winter stuff. But then when Benioff said that we're not going to be particularly spoiled, even he, though he said mostly, I, you know, and a lot of people just figure that they're going to be wrapping her up into the the Jane, you know, the fake Jane, and that's going to play out in Winterfell similarly. Or, you know, to that, so she might be combining, you know, rather than spoiling, which I hope is the case. But um, which storyline do you think she's going to be combined with? Like uh, Jane Poole, who was, you know, the fake Arya, who was married to, to Ramsay. Okay. So they might mm. go that, and then you can bring in Theon, and maybe you know the. Wait, the, Littlefinger is taking her up there though, for that purpose. I'm sure he's got other purposes, but. I don't know. I don't know if I. I think he's going to put himself go in. With that. He's going to trust those guys. Like, I don't think he's. <laughs> Hey, well, boys, here's, uh, here's this girl. Take well, her. this is TV Littlefinger, so maybe he, yeah, he will. He's like, oh, this guy's very trustworthy. I paid him a lot. Well, he doesn't. These guys care about other things than gold. So. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. Uh, west. It obviously isn't towards Daenerys if they're going west. Right? Or if they went west enough. But, uh, oh, they got, west enough. <laughs> they got to go to the twins first. Maybe they're going to the twins, hang Good. out there for a bit. We'll get to see the, so what, the phrase. The Riverlands, maybe if they're trying to rally support of the Riverlands, but what's left there? So in the books, he's planning to marry off to uh, some other Lord of the Vale or some other um, person, well, they, yeah, the Prince of the Vale, the well, who guy. Harry yeah. yeah, but um, that doesn't seem to be the case if they're leaving. Um, I'm trying to think what other people Littlefinger can marry off to that we've met in the show, um, but nothing's coming to mind. I don't know. 
There's also a wild card that he's leaving Robin behind. He's not taking him with him, which, you know, in the books, it's like he's only there at this because he's got Robin under his wing. And yeah. if he wasn't there, I don't feel like the Lord's Declarant would, would deal with him. Anymore. But he's but he's on good terms with Royce now, which is quite interesting. Right. This is a big, big change. It's an interesting dynamic that they're in good terms now. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, you would think the ultimate goal is, yes, to go back to Winterfell. And that's the ultimate claim. But with what right now? So that's going to be exciting to see what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. So then, uh, let's see, what else is in Westeros? Just Jon Snow, right? Yep. Yeah, so I guess we'll talk about Jon Snow, and then we'll go across the land and catch up on those folks. So uh, Jon Snow's training Ollie, who's joined the Night's Watch officially, I guess. And uh, Sir Alistair is alive. That was my first, oh, hey, yeah, moment. He's got a vague, vaguely slight limp. <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. We, we thought Everyone's recovered. Lancel recovered in him. Like every- <laughs> <laughs> You have a whole season to rest, so it's all good. Yeah. And we have a few lines by Sam about uh, the upcoming election. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sir Alistair and uh, uh, Sir Malister. Right from the <laughs> from the other tower. Yeah, they mentioned uh, Sir Sir Dennis, I think, at the Shadow yep. Tower. Dennis Malister. Uh, sounds about right. Who is yep. in get... the books? Isn't he like one of the three guys that are really vying for? It was it's him, Cotter Pike, and and John, right? And uh, well, Janus. Janus. Hmm. Um, do do and oh, we get this cool scene between John Snow and Melisandre. Yeah. How'd you guys cool feel scene? about? That was a hot scene. That was not a cool scene. <laughs> <laughs> it was a funny scene. I'm never but, cold. That's just Her general hair was elevator black, talk. You just ask strangers on the elevator, "Hey, you virgin? <laughs> Why nothing?" I mean, oh, she, she was just hitting on him so hard, and he was yeah. trying to like, he's like, uh, he's just, just, you, he just died like a week ago or whatever. So, hmm. so. What's the virgin thing about? I don't remember that being in the books, or am I just forgetting? Well, she's gonna. She can see a great source of power in John, and he, he obviously does have a great source in his blood. So she wants to take advantage of that. <laughs> what? Like he's, he's he's got king's blood. Uh huh. What does it have to do with being a virgin? Because she it, she uses sex for her power, especially in the show. Like she uses, she's gonna take advantage of that. Wouldn't she want him to be a virgin then? Because she says no, oh. and she says good. Well, that means it's easier to do, to seduce him. Yeah. Like oh, if she wants a virgin, to have fun, fun at it while it also. Yeah, if he's a virgin, it'll, it'll, his shadow guys only last for five seconds. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you if you have sex with a virgin, I feel like that person is more likely to be like infatuated with you. So is the is the power and duration of the shadow baby directly related to how long the act? <laughs> how lasts? long it lasts? Yeah. <laughs> that, I, I didn't get that from Davos's chapter. It's a proportionality <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, but I mean, she, she does the same thing in the books too. She is kind of like flirty and checking him out, and he's kind of distant. It tries to be, and this this whole theory. I mean, I remember we t- we talked about it before that she might have even have seduced yeah, him already. Right. Doesn't know about it. So that was good setup. Yeah. Not too shabby. And then um, we get uh, we get the meeting with Stannis and his whole plan. To have the wildlings join his army, and in return he'll give them he'll give them land, he'll give them a place, and he won't kill them south of the wall. And he's okay. kind of I mean like he, again he does the same thing in the books. Although people have also speculated that they might drop the whole thing with him going getting wild men from the west and just just turn the wildlings into that. I figured that's Maybe? what they were doing because I yeah. I mean I love the mountain clan stuff, but it's they haven't introduced any of those characters yet, and you, you can't just be like hey who are these crazy these are like good wildlings you know that are living in the north. Yeah. So I understand why they're just substituting the wildlings for that. That's all right. I mean I would love to see you know big bucket wolf and his bathing in Bolton bloodline, but maybe we'll get some <laughs> Tormund can say that. <laughs> 
just got to do a lot of condensing just to make it work, and that's fine. Yeah. Mm. I've come a long way of accepting the changes from, like, season one where we were – yeah. at least I was like, you, know, you can't yeah. – you didn't see uh, – you know, <laughs> Pate the Cook didn't have that line. <laughs> we're like, now we're like – we're so happy we got that line yeah. of him chopping a waddling with his with his cleaver. That's fine. <laughs> that was a badass moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we also get the, the – um, the confirmation that Roose Bolton holds Winterfell now, which we were, which we sort of figured out in the opening credits, yeah, and even a change. yeah, and even back to last season, um, the very final scene with Roose Bolton when he when he um, legit oh, I hate this word so much when he legitimizes Ramsay, um, and then they sort of walk off towards a castle and. Uh, it was Winterfell, and I know a lot of people didn't realize that when they're watching it. I'm sure um, the book readers were like, "Oh yeah, amazing!" But I know um, I know some <laughs> people that I watch it with didn't realize that. But um, yeah, they are indeed in control of Winterfell now. They've sort of rebuilt it. It's not smoldering in the opening credits anymore. Um, and Stannis wants to go and take the castle back. So yeah, go Stannis. I'm finally a fan of Stannis. Wait, I, f- finally? Finally. <laughs> took you so long. <laughs> oh god, he's terrible. No. Oh, <laughs> he's no fun. But Greg, you're a big fan of him, right? So I guess you I like am. this the scene. I did. I mean, I, li- I just love. I think he's an excellent. Uh, you know, Stephen Delane does a great job portraying him. But you know, some people were complaining that like Stannis was smiling too much in this episode. It's like, no, he's not smiling. <laughs> he's, he's freezing. He's got army and a man. He's gonna burn somebody. He's happy. He's, he's in his element. It's fine. I think he's laughed before. He's, he's yeah, he smiles. He's not in silent. the show. He's even told some. I mean. And he's yeah. pretty funny in the books too, but it's like very yeah. deadpan humor, and he's he's got some pretty pretty good good lines in the show too. Yeah, he's growing on me. He's growing on me. That Stannis. <laughs> yep. So John goes to Mance Raider to have the conversation about bending the knee, and it goes about how I planned it. Um, not so well, <laughs> but this was a good scene. I, I enjoyed this scene, and I'm kind of sad that. Um, Mance Raider may actually be dead. Yeah, I'm it's glad they another. made use of his actor, though. Like this, this episode was like really used. At least they used his abilities. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys think it's going to happen in the show, like it happened in the books, with the illusion cast over him? I can't recall how, what the name, proper name of it is. Um, the glamour. Glamour. Melisandre's glamour. Um, do you think, think that's so. going to be in the show? I don't think so. They seems like they've like the super magic-y stuff. They've cut, you know, Stoneheart and, and this that they're yeah. uh, they're just not doing it. And it's I understand, and it's it was, it's fun to read about. But they would have had to drop hints like when did they switch him or when could unless he was that was Rattleshirt the whole time, you know. And uh, I I think we might that have seen that Rattleshirt. That wouldn't fit it but, though, yeah. Like, because Rattleshirt was just like he had to be like drag bear, right? And so, the whole like, like literally John shooting him is like, I mean, he wouldn't have done that for Rattle. Not that he would have known it was Rattleshirt, but it seemed like that was something that he would only do for Mance. Yeah, <clears throat> and we have the lines. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the books, he didn't get to speak before he was burnt alive. Well, he's kind of just like, hey, it's not me, like whatever. He's like, and you're like, just shut up. He's just, and then he turns out it's actually Rattleshirt. Like he tries to. Okay, <laughs> but in the books he has this whole yeah. thing with Stannis. The Rattlesnake's not going to say that thing. <laughs> My people. Yeah. yeah. The, sh- the shooting part doesn't say anything though, because John didn't know at that point. Right. So yeah. It really yeah. But like, yeah. The, the, there's why would you save him? Then you're going to have this complex plot. But they're not going to do that, so there's no point no. in saving. Yeah. No, I don't and think then, plus, they have so much to do with the wall too. That that's just yeah. like one layer. And plus, they're just trying yeah. to get Stannis with the Wildlings, and then John with the voting, and that's going to be the big. And plus, Hardhome. We've got Hardhomes too. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, he's uh, dead. He did. He did. He that did. was kind of a that was a cool thing Jon Snow did though. I yeah. 
I'm starting to like him more in the show, like I did originally in the books. Um, yeah, but didn't he do the, the same thing in the? He just ordered somebody else to shoot him in the uh, books. I think that was the plan. Like the, he did something oh. to help him die. Oh, I don't even remember that. Ooh, I that, was, I, I, that was a show change, but I could be. God, I mean, that's a shocking lack of knowledge. <laughs> Come on, I never <laughs> forget right things. Or, or I might have imagined it that I'm I'm wrong, but I but I feel like I feel like he 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 maybe he just he caught twenty two years But he like he gave the order because he was he was. Uh, no, he was commander at that point. It happened was, much later, yeah. In yeah, the, he was commander at that point. He gave the order to somebody to shoot him with a. Yeah, I remember. I remember something about arrows and fire. And, but and, okay, we'll have to check that afterwards. But I feel like that's what happened. So. Yeah, and I thought Kieran Hines did an amazing job. Just even, you know, he had, he was totally honest with the, you know, saying how I I am afraid to die, but he's he's not budging. And the whole line he had about, you know, not using my troops to fight in some foreigner's army. That's that's almost as overtly political as as the show's gotten. I think. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, but they didn't. Did they explain kind of like that they wouldn't follow him if he bent the knee? Like, anyways, so. I think that's what we're supposed to get. That was his argument. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if I bend the knee, because if I do that, I'm no longer king beyond the wall. But he didn't quite say it. It was more just like, I don't want to put my people in this war. So it seems like they would follow him if he bent the knee. He's trying to save as many lives as he can. Yeah. I, I mean, if it's like, you're going to die or you're going to join this war, like, if, if, if everyone's going to die. But Stan is not going to let them all die out there, so. Yeah. No, he's, no. Got a heart of, he's got a heart of gold. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel He's like also, in those... like what what happened to the fifty thousand mounted knights that 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 fought the wildlings? Did they just go back to Bravos or, or are they not there anymore? Well, they didn't have that many guys though. He had a just... shit ton of knights. He had a lot of guys on horses, and you don't need that. Ma- I mean, to siege a castle, you do, but you know, having wildlings with sticks isn't particularly going to help him taking winter. <laughs> the stick is all powerful. I don't know. I feel like in moments. In moments like that, I always want the person you know who's going to die to just just tell his people things. Like he talks to Stannis for a moment, he could have just turned to his people and been like, "Hey guys, I want you to live. I'm going to die. I'm just going <laughs> to bend my knees so you guys don't, uh, you know, Exposition. you don't die too." But but you know, you can go north of the wall still if you if you want to get out of that little free piece of land this guy's going to give you, and then but you just really back go, to square one. You can't really go north of the wall because they're going to get butchered up, up there. Well, I mean, what's going to happen now that he didn't do the thing? He goes to Tormund Giants Bay, right? And gives yeah, just the, same offer. the next person in line. Yeah, exactly. Until somebody takes the offer. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so. it all seems kind of premature because in the the wildlings haven't come south of the wall yet. You've got a couple prisoners from the raid, but you know, it, in the books at this point, he's let the wildlings in. You know, there's thousands of them, and they're you know in the gift and everything. But in this one, you've just got a couple like of the fighters. You don't. They're all, I guess, presumably in Hardhome, which is going to be part two of John's John's arc. But it, it seems like he burned him way too fast because he's just he just Melisandre was probably pushing him to well within the within the show they haven't really showed us if the wildlings are still all north of the wall if they're camped yeah. just south of the wall we don't I can't imagine them letting them in after they beat them in the battle like we haven't if they did they would have had to show that right I don't know I mean if if next episode they come and there's sort of like a makeshift um camp prison of some sort south of the wall just be like oh okay so that happened like <laughs> so is, is John going to be elected this season I hope so. He's got to be elected before he gets fired. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. I don't know. I think they might impeach. I think they might raise that conflict like the election happening at the same time. He gets the offer to uh, become a Stark and take Winterfell. Um, I think they're going to kind of make that sort of decision like, oh, I could be ruler of this or I could be ruler of this. Um, And you don't really know that way i think i hope I the think. show ends with him literally getting the letter like the pink letter and it ends on the same ambiguous note as the books <laughs> like like they don't give us any closure one way or the other and that'll be the end of we'll just be him getting a letter from stannis or from uh ramsey <laughs> well from whoever is sent it right 
you guys from, think or from Mance or from yeah? Well, not for Mance this time. <laughs> it could be for Mance. Oh, not this time. Yeah, well, he wrote it before. <laughs> he wrote it before he died. It's He's from like, Rattleshirt. Send this letter, Ben. He has temporal powers. He was on a self-addressed, self-addressed stamp envelope. <laughs> do not deliver until 2015 to Marty McFly. Um, do you guys think the end of this season will be Jon Snow getting stabbed? I think that's too soon. Well, it depends. Like They can spend half the season at the wall because there's like 15 Jon chapters that they haven't touched yet, but they've obviously, they can't do that. So, I mean, I, 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 th- I think it has more of an impact Like with that line of the wall is yours, Jon Snow, you know, like that. But uh, I, yep. can, I can see them going past that if they need to. They've cast Bowen Marsh, so, and I don't think they'd cast him unless they were going to at least start to show the disintegration between him and, and the other, you know, yeah. officers of the watch. Hmm. <laughs> Oof. I guess they could technically do it, but it would be to episode 10. Definitely be an episode. Or I guess 9? No, episode 10. You want nine, to I, no, I think they've got to have him elected before, because otherwise, yeah. what's the point of killing him? Oh, yeah. They, him? Yeah. yeah. No, he'll be elected, but I'm just like, if, if they were going to stab him, it would be end of episode 10 cliffhanger, right? But I think it's still too early. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. Okay. So what do we got left here? So let's leave Westeros and head on over to Pentos. So they're at Illyrio Mopatis's house, and um, his man's. It's his man's. And Tyrion's finally out of the box. Um, there we go, and we get this like almost instantaneous confession from Varys. He's like, "Yeah, I'm all about the Targaryens." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, Jesus!" Okay. He knows there's a camera on him. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I I still feel like in the books we're still like, wait, what's he really about? What's he really doing? And now in the show it's just like, yeah, I'm all about the Targaryens. Let's get him on the throne. Let's do this. It still doesn't mean anything what he said. Like if he has something behind that, it's yeah. there. Yeah. Are we all in agreement that uh, Aegon is not going to be part of the show? I'm pretty sure, yeah. It just seems too late to bring him in. Um, yeah, because yeah, they're also sending him directly to, to Danny, right? So if Aegon was there, they would be sending him to Aegon. Hmm. Well, he still, I mean, he still helps send Tyrion off to Danny, even though he knows Aegon is there in the books. Mm, does he? Well, he's yeah. sending, in the books, he's sending Aegon to Danny and, like, Tyrion. Oh, yeah. Together, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. And in the books, it's more Illyrio doing, because Varus isn't there. Yeah. There's not, there's not even here. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's in his, he's poking out of his windows. He's, he just hasn't he's he's there. He's just not there. He's but teetering. Looking looking forward to seeing Roger Allen because I he, I loved him as uh, as a lyric. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be back. Varys swept in the episode. sea. His merfolk with his merfolk people. Yeah, I do not. He's going, for, he's going for a dip. <laughs> so, what do you guys think about this scene? What struck out? What stuck out to you, if anything, between Varys and Tyrion? Anything else in so there? It, it didn't have the impact on me that I his awesome line of who said anything about him because I'd seen it twenty five times in every trailer. Oh, uh, and then when it got to I was like, ugh, I'm gonna hear the damn line again. Like I get it. It's <laughs> it's Danny. It's about Danny. And then he says it, but he's got it. Well that's guess. the thing. I did think he was gonna say, What'd you say about who nobody said anything about a him? And I thought it was like commercial break. Yeah. Um, but then he but then the or camera cut to Danny very out. cleverly. Yeah. <laughs> They do that so much in this show. Oh, there's only one person who can save the day. Well, I did cut to them. <laughs> yeah, who killed Joffrey? Cut to the Queen of Thorns. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, then it's like, turn the camera. Let's get what he's talking about. We don't have time to be mysterious anymore. So uh, you just yeah. have to show Tyrion's like just his reaction to killing his father because we haven't really seen him since that scene, right? Yeah. 
So mm. he gets right to the drinking. I don't remember him drinking yeah. like in the box in the book, but I, I get it. that's that's going to be his main. It's condensed thing. in the box, right? It's everything's condensed. <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad we did get a mention of of Shay at this point, because yeah. to be honest, I had forgotten that he had killed her uh, while I was watching it. And then he finally mentioned, um, I guess they don't you don't lose your lordship for killing a whore. And I was like, oh yes, that's obviously on his mind too. He did love this woman. Um, so good, good on them good on them but uh yeah so they're going to be off and uh, it doesn't seem like they're going to be pole bolting down the the river in the books yeah. but we shall see and then uh we continue on to marine and Daenerys storyline which starts off with the fall of the harpy hmm. which was a pretty badass looking shot i thought yeah but that was cool well done yeah, the way they presented that in the trailers, like, oh, this is like the I felt like it was the culminating awesome scene of Marine, but it like is literally the first scene we get. Like I thought that was them punishing the sons of the harpy, like, hey, we're gonna take your fucking symbol down and we're gonna melt it and, and make shit out of it and it's just like that's how it starts. But it was still pretty cool to watch. I, I liked how they built ramps on the pyramid so it didn't damage yes. it on the way down. It was really nice. <clears throat> and then uh the unsullied popped up who who I was like, Oh my god, they recrashed Grey Worm? <laughs> I thought the same wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Um, who finds himself going to uh, a brothel and checking out some boobs and then having a little cuddle fest. So apparently he just wants a little cuddle time, a little singing to, and a little head rubbing. It was kind of a sweet scene. I was like, oh, it's so nice. Yeah, even though we knew what was coming. I was like, are they going to uh, – oh, there's the shadow and there's the knife. And cut his throat. And she was in on it too, which I, I thought I expected her yeah. to be freaking out, but like she was, she was in on it too, which – yeah, that was Sneaky. that kind of made it like dark because she just stands up with there with the blood on her. And I'm like, oh Jesus! But that mask, that they did a good job of that. That looked awesome. Yeah. Looked very yeah, badass. They're they're not doing the you know like the um, the brazen beast, but I, I like how they've incorporated the, the the masks into the the sons of the harpy. It's it's just masks are creepy anyway. And when you're slitting yeah. someone's throat and you know the whole anonymous thing, it's it's pretty. It was pretty uh, pretty dark, and I, I like that. Yeah. Now I get all the different factions all mixed up in the book. So um, so the brazen beasts are not there, but we have the sons of the harpy. And that's it. What, what else are we looking for? Is that it? <laughs> so many different different groups. Well, like we would have Daenerys's, you know, Resnek and uh, was it Kandak? But uh, I think they're combined into this, or this new guy might just be a new guy, Mossador, mm. um, that we get like a split second of. Mm. Yeah, but those are the major the major uh, factions, right? The, the Graces and the Hisdar and his people. Okay. So then, after that, uh, Daenerys is obviously upset about it. And who's that guy who's talking to Daenerys? That's Mossadar. Like she calls him Mossadar at some point. Yep. Right? Mossadar. Have we seen him before? Who is that guy? No, he's new. He's new. What's he in charge of? Who's this, who's this dude? <laughs> I don't know. You're asking me like I feel like yeah. I know. No, is it with a shaved head? Yeah, uh, he's completely he's... shaved, so I don't think he's the shave pate because he does yeah. not have a shave pate. Yeah. I was like, who is this guy and why is he hanging out with Daenerys? What's, how, what's his importance? It seems like a former slave at least, right? Because they say us or them. They, say they don't see us as people or they don't yeah, see them. He definitely seems that way. So he must be the sort of the leader of the freed slaves of Marine association? Yeah, it could be. Maybe I just I feel they would have referenced oh Mossadar and then title 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 yeah he's he, he's, <laughs> he's a union leader of the yeah exactly thing. exactly <laughs> he's kind of got vague Varus like robes so I mean in the books that the shave pate is you know like the what they call them, the the what's beware the shaved what's the thing that they call him what's his the perfume title? seneschal seneschal yeah ah uh, yes 
So uh, Daenerys obviously upset about that. She wants them to go find. It's such a it's such a lore, uh, like a ruler thing to do. I'm upset about this. You people go fix it. <laughs> it's like well, how do you expect him to do that? And Barrison's just looking there the whole time, like oh Jesus. Yeah, he's seen the most you know leaders and from anyone else sitting there, and I sure. can just see him in his head like oh I'm seeing shades of your daddy. Yeah. Well, what experience does he have with like conquering a? city in a different like culture though Baristan like yeah I don't know he, he did the he was in the, yeah he did fighting in the war of the nine penny kings right which was yeah. on the um well that, the, that was their own I guess uh, that's a good question that's kind of their own territory but I guess the people there might have changed a little bit hmm. Hmm. yes yeah. so let's see what happens where are my notes here um what happens after this but there's a scene with um let's see here the gentleman comes to talk to her in court, back from Young Kai, right? Mm-hmm. Saying that a new uh, committee, a new um, board at Young Kai has been formed between the former slave masters and the... What's the other part of it? The former slave masters... And the freedmen, right? Freedmen of Young Kai. That sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and that uh, all major matters will be brought to Daenerys, but they want the fighting pits reopened. And in Yunkai. In Yunkai. Yeah, so they've changed it up here. Hmm. Yeah. Is it? It's in Marine. Yeah, yeah, it's in Marine. It's more the focus on Yunkai is kind of an enemy. Like they, well, maybe they will. And Astapor is the one that has a council that kind of goes weird. So maybe, but that could happen to Yunkai. It could still get overthrown. Yeah, I feel like she's gonna she's gonna say yes at some point, yeah. but then I feel like her yes will be a blanket, like all across Slavers Bay, the fighting pits may reopen. Yeah, yeah. sort of statement. Obviously, we want that scene. Is that scene gonna happen that quick? That'd be fast. Yeah. Jeez, that's an episode ten scene if if we're getting it. Oh, I mean, what if she's gonna get married first? <laughs> I know there's so much to happen. It has to happen. Is she gonna get married? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. She better be married before she flies away, otherwise that's more of a power vacuum. Crazy. Fari's interior going to show up just as she flies away. Oh, <laughs> people are going to be pissed. I know, if there's not a Tyrion Daenerys scene, the viewers are going to be pissed. I think I think there definitely is. I think we've even just in some of the trailers, they've I think he was in one of those, you know, pictures and they like airbrushed him out just so not, not to spoil anything. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know if you, there was a whole thing where someone am, analyzed the the painting, uh, the the picture where it all surrounded in the dragon pit and one of the yeah. shadows, one of the soldiers' shadows isn't there and that would be casting right where someone would be standing next to Danny. And oh. it would have been a short person. So that's they're Damn. saying that Danny's going to be there or Tyrion's going to be there. Hmm. I have not done all this investigative reporting you have, Greg. Well, you've only watched the trailers once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. Um <laughs> But the, even then, that, it, it that, would be very know. minor interaction. Then she'd just leave. Yeah. Or, yeah. So. Yeah. So prediction, guys. That's that's about what happened in this episode. So any crazy predictions? What are we going to see this season? Hmm. I mean, what's the gonna, stuff with the gonna... wall is my favorite stuff that I'm looking forward to. Just uh, with Stannis and, and Davos and everybody there, and how that's going to go down. What particularly? Uh, like what moment? What? Well, I mean, all the politicking between, like, I loved how Sam was, like, the go-between with John and to, when, the, when the voting actually starts. But, you know, I, I don't know what they're going to do. Is they keep showing Sam and Gilly, you know, wherever you go, I go. And I don't, I can't, I don't, I want them to still send them, send him to, uh, you know, it's Old Town. And he can, you know, end up in, in Pentos with Arya, uh, Bravos with Arya. But I, I just don't know if they're going to do that. But I just, I just want to see how that all plays out with Stannis and the Wildlings and, and everything up there. And Dorne, of course, because Dorne's a complete wild card at this point. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. We're going to have any Quinta? Yeah. 
Oh, Quentin. Uh, Quentin, but we're getting Tristane, right? They they cut out some of the. Uh, okay, is he taking the place of Quentin, or will he be Endoran? I don't think they're sending anybody right now. I guess. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. But I do have one question, just on one of the scenes that we missed was uh, the Masande Grey Worm scene. Mm-hmm. What was that about? She's just kind of like checking with him. They just need to talk about their emotions. They just need to let it out. <laughs> they need to cuddle. They just need to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's I, like, I how she has hope. She's like, oh, is there maybe like. No, you like any ladies, uh, <laughs> Mr. Grey Worms? Um, it was funny that moment where she goes up to him and she's like, why would they go there? I got the feeling. I read the scene as Grey Worm damn, knew damn well what the guy was yeah. doing there. <laughs> and he might have done some cuddling on his own. Um <laughs> Or, but uh, he didn't want to confess that, so he's just like, I gotta go, I gotta go. <laughs> he's yeah, also speaking like, the, the common tongue, so he doesn't have as many words, and she's making him speak the, the common tongue. <laughs> it's, it's, not as, it's not as smooth. Yeah. Guys don't feel very masculine when they say, I want to cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably from the uh, books as well, that that kind of scene is talked about, that they go there just for company. So. Yeah, but oh. he tell, in the books, she, he tells her that, right? or he tells Danny, I think. Danny, he tells Danny why, that, yeah, because Danny's wondering why. Yeah, yeah. right. That's why okay. I love Roy Detrice's. This one, this one, this one does not know. This one does not know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roy Detrice. Yeah. Uh, well, we look forward to, I mean, this season. Yeah, I mean, we talked about a Dorn for sure. I want to see what's going yeah, on with Dorn. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Dr. House P- Man Woody? Yeah. Oh, yeah. House Man Woody. I, I, I didn't make it to my cameo, though, so I'm kind of still <laughs> bummed about that. <laughs> you got cut out. Yeah, I got cut, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I might be in the uh, DVD, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you're in there too. Remember, we we were like the guards for Prince Doran. We made sure yeah. we were stock- he was stocked with blood oranges. We were the spear holders. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> we got to wield their spears. <laughs> Deadly force. Yeah, I um, found that I'm. You know, we know the theories that you guys have come up with on the podcast so much that sometimes in in life, or I'll mention it to someone in the books, they're like, <laughs> I'll just chuckle about blood oranges, assuming they know what I'm talking about, yeah. and they'd be like, Wait, what? I was like, Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there was a search of all the text now in the books, and you search blood oranges. It's there quite a bit. There's a lot. Yeah, oh, Littlefinger nice. has some. He's eating blood oranges and gets all the juice on his fingers. He's like, oh, I hate getting this juice on my fingers. I yeah, love the does. orange, but I don't want the juice. <laughs> hey, I have something we, in this episode we forgot to talk about. Um, they made sure to show Shireen and wow, her name just escaped me. Salise and Salise at the castle. And did they make mention of them at any point, or did they just show them? No, I think they just they cut to them, you know, to give you their different reactions to the to the burning. Okay. And, uh, and that's probably foreshadowing some another burning that might be happening at some point. Mm-hmm. With Shireen there and the grayscale and everything, it makes me wonder: Are we going to get any of the Bridge of Sorrows or anything? Any grayscale epidemic out west with Tyrion? I feel like it's not going to happen, but I'm going to be disappointed because I really enjoyed that scene and dance. You know, we just don't know if they're sending him to the river. You know, if he's not going down the Rhoyne with his leisurely pace, if they're just going to send him by ship to to Volantis. But mm-hmm. maybe I hope he meets. I mean, they can't just send them to by themselves walking along Essos. You know, they've got to have yeah. people with them. So unless he's just going to rely on his contacts and everything. Yeah, because there's been no scene with any of the wildlings seeing Shireen and saying she needs she's a demon spawn and needs right. to be destroyed. Right? Yeah, we haven't had Val or or, or Dal or anything. So yeah, we're probably Val, not gonna Val. probably not gonna do all that, unfortunately. But uh, alas, I'm also okay. looking forward to the whole religious war between Cersei and, and the High Sparrow. Like I got, we yeah. have to, she has to get rid of the old uh, High Septon first. To I will miss him because I do love his sideburns. But I'm looking forward to <laughs> Jonathan Price showing up. See the crazy side eyes he gave when she was like, "They can keep waiting." <laughs> yeah. He was like, "Oh Jesus." So anything else about this episode, gentlemen, or shall we wrap this up? I think we can wrap it up. 
Well, there we are. We have broken ground on season five of Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, that's all we have tonight, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Greg, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, my pleasure. I hope you will come back and chat with us more this season. Sure. There you go. Uh, and you are... Well, I'll any- see if I can fit it into my VOK schedule. But we'll see <laughs> yes, I can fit you in. <laughs> I was going to say, anything, uh, you, you're you on VOK. Uh, where can our listeners yeah, reach you? Guys, with- uh, if you don't have enough uh, Game of Thrones reviews, we'll be doing three for each episode. Uh, Still? Reviews. <laughs> we weren't going to, but this, everyone's interested. So if we're gonna, I know we're doing Dragoncast for US and Krakencast, and uh, Patrick's trying to start for, uh, for uh, Wolfcast. But yeah, we've got the next book club. We're going to be discussing City of Thieves by David Benioff, who is the you know Game of Thrones showrunner, and his novel is a, it's a, it's a really great book if you just want a Ooh, great. Why didn't know he had a novel? Yeah, he wrote it about five years ago, and uh, it's uh, there's shadows of some of the <laughs> troubles he's having adapting uh, Game of Thrones, but it's uh, it's just a really great historical fiction about War hmm. Two. Very cool, very cool. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, definitely check out Greg. At all those places he just mentioned, absolutely. And uh, as always, you can find us on Twitter at APOIF, I-A-F, excuse me. We are on Facebook, and uh, join the forums. Keep the chat going. going. Uh, We always have very active episode discussion threads. So thanks for listening, everybody, and see you next time. See you next time. Uh, do you want to just quickly mention that uh, after show thing you were on, or the after buzz? I mentioned it a couple times in the show. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, that I was in it and whatnot. Cool, dude. So my uh, my roommate sent me this link earlier on my Facebook. Hold on, I'll find it. It was about George R. R. Martin, and it was about how he when he started writing the novels, he didn't know what horses looked like. <laughs> And so I'm reading this article and paragraph like two or three paragraphs into it, I'm like, this is crazy. I can't believe this. And then all of a sudden, the last few paragraphs just went off the deep end. And he was talking about how like horses had horns and like Joffrey was able to like put two fingers around a horse's neck and how they had like shells and stuff. And I'm like, oh, what the hell is this? And it was from like an onion like site. Oh. I, was, I was totally like, God damn it! See, the Onion is so good at what they do sometimes that that you forget it's actual yeah, satire. It was called click clickhole.com was the site it was from. Yeah. Sounds like the stupid clickbait that is everywhere. Oh my is gosh, it cracked so me up. Here, um, let me send it to you guys. Do you hear the thing from David Cameron, you know, the British Prime Minister, when he visited the set and the filming, and he's like, I'm such a big throny. <laughs> I was like, I've never called myself a throny. A throny? Sure you're not a throny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone was giving him a lot of shade for that, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> I'm so happy to be on the no, Game of Thrones. That, that would actually was a term people thought about using, but they never adopted it's it. It's really. very close to brony, and I know the bronies are very yeah. uh, territorial, so I uh, don't want to assemble. So, oh. Usually those types of animals are stable animals, right? But not much <laughs> <they're> not. <laughs> nice. Uh, awesome. Well, nice chatting with you, gentlemen. Yeah. There we go. Uh, send me your records, I guess, both of you, and I'll see. Which one turned out better? All right. Sounds good. All right. See you guys. All right. Adios.
I just want to make sure the recorder's running. So it's like, I have way too many icons yeah. of Skype conversations. I got to update my stuff. Everybody's audio keeps dropping out on me. If you ask me a question and I don't answer, it's probably because uh, part of it dropped out and I didn't understand you were asking me, just so you guys know. Okay. Yeah, my recorder's going. <clears throat> okay, I guess we can start. Do it up, Amin. I think you're probably good for the intro. Oh, God. Go ahead, yeah. Throw me under the bus. <laughs> They're iconic. Um, episode number what? One hundred and five thousand? Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Here, it's, uh, I think it'll be one sixty-eight. One sixty-eight. Unless you've got some in the, you know, that you've recorded that you haven't put out yet. No. Nope. For the week of April thirteenth or twelfth. What do you like to do? Sundays or Mondays? I think we did Sundays. April twelfth. Yeah. 2015, the wars to come. And uh, Greg, Claudius, it's here with us. Yes. All right. Awkward. (laughs) Awkward. Phone, though, so I have (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Yeah, I felt about. uh, Somewhere in the episode, though, that you. Talk about that in the episode? No, thank you. No, 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 not that far. Just. That, that. I mean, we can mention it. it doesn't warrant much talking, but yeah, if yeah. you want to I mean, embarrass, should. if you want to embarrass me, mean. All right, so here we go. Let's just—I'll uh, just say something. All right, you guys ready? Yep.